Well, our moms think we're funny. Let's go with the thousand pound sister. Or a thousand pound All sister right. is uh, plural. Uh, I like to think of her as just the one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's just. I, sh- I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> It's like, like she's so big that they're like, like, like now we have a second child. <laughs> just, yeah, she she might as well be the thousand pound sister. <laughs> All right, let's bully some fat people. Um, All right, so hey, I, every oh, go ahead. I was gonna pull the article up. That's all. <laughs> I already got it up here. <laughs> okay. So uh, if you want to, okay, go ahead. Sorry, your show is. God, we're evil. Hey everyone, I'm a Comey. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Turk One Eight Two. All right, welcome to uh, our moms think we're funny. Yep. Ah. Oh. So. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So Sorry. How, how's it going? Oh, it's um, it's going, man. I I think we're about to. Do some really bad things here, which I mean, <laughs> I, I gotta watch that because because then we we just get caught in this kind of whole like like self meme trap of like yeah I like to do bad things I like to make fun of people my friends you know <laughs> it's it, it's fun to bully people on the internet I, like I'm not trying to do that um, so uh, but yeah um, uh, I'm sorry what, what are we talking about. I'm lost here. I, I, I lost myself there. <laughs> um, um, we're we're bad people because we're about to make fun of somebody. Oh we're yeah, gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna yeah, body shame and, somebody because um, yeah. because somebody needs to be made fun of. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna body shame and be fat phobic and uh, uh, no, we'll probably not, get canceled. I am not body shaming uh, anyone like a. Uh, because of their 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 size I'm not um, I'm going to talk about someone and their and the sheer ridiculousness of that individual that's what I'm going to talk about yeah yeah so uh, yeah I remember telling you about the the whole like a uh, 300 um uh, the uh, whole 300 and uh, losers thing. Yep. And the, the, there's a part of losers because, you know, I love the losers. When uh, Wade throws the guy off the building and he's like, you know, it's like, uh, that was it, you know, that was it most to break his fingers. Not. And he goes, you know, that's no reason to throw his fat ass off the roof. I mean, the, the guy was a genius. I mean, sure, his weight implied that he had like impulse control issues, but that's no reason to throw his fat ass off the roof. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, it's like, yeah, sure. Their weight implies, you know, some kind of like issues that, uh, you know, where they, they couldn't, you know, they did not know how to properly take care of themselves, you know, but I'm not making fun of them for not for that. It's other things. So anyway, so let's, uh, uh, before I start, I start trying to defend myself. Let me just go ahead and just talk about what it is that um, that we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. So you have it pulled up. You want me to pull it up? Uh, I've got it pulled up, but I figured you know since we're doing this remotely, we might as well both have it. Okay. 
right. Um, so. Now, I, I would like to preface this with uh, with a hashtag humble brag. I feel like I'm in a place to make fun of this person because I've lost 25 pounds in the past two months. So I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty okay about this. Oh well, you go there, Comey Craig. So. <laughs> Uh, I prefer like a Comey Bale because I'm sure I'm going to put on another hundred pounds by the end of the year. But uh... wait, wait, hey, hey, what the fuck you think you're doing back there, huh? I'm trying to record a podcast here. You got your fucking walking back and forth. When I'm trying to record a podcast. You don't see me like going <laughs> to your house and walking back and forth. And you're trying to fuck your wife, do you? I'm doing a job here. You have to just get the fuck out of here. Who told you to be walking back and forth when I'm trying to do my podcast? <laughs> Oh, good for you! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I never get old. <laughs> if I ever if I ever get to meet Christian Mayo and, and uh, get an autograph from him, that's what I want on, oh, the, on the autograph, on the signatures. Oh, good for you. <laughs> but he's, he's actually got to, like, write it out, like, oh, good for you, like, seven O's. Hmm. Uh, you know, I think I'm gonna have a. Uh, I should do like a, like like some kind of like celebrity Olympics, where we can do things like um. Okay, well, wait, let's see who who get angry or like throw the farthest or or just like um. So like first up, we have Russell Crowe the cell phone, right? And yeah, like oh. <laughs> Nice. All right. And now we have Amanda Bynes with the glass bong. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> and here comes David Hasselhoff with a hamburger. And what's that? It's Amber Heard with a bottle of wine. <laughs> what's he going to do? What's he gonna, is he going to, he's going to, oh, he's going to, he's going to drink the wine and stuff the hamburger in the bottle. Now he's throwing the bottle. And, <laughs> And now he's going to get the hamburger from the shards of glass. I this this man needs help. Well, so, seems like Amber Heard's upset about this turn of events. She just shat in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, we're going to hell, anyways. Um, <laughs> well, then I hope so, I learn burn well. I'll spend my days with JFK by Martha Ray and Lawrence Welk. <laughs> And and you know Webster, yeah, you, know, you know Emmanuel Lewis because he's the Antichrist. No, oh, of course, yeah. You know that song, right? Um, I'm sure I've heard it, but it's been a, it's probably been a while. Uh, it's uh, the Bloodhound Gang with Firewater Burn. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, I, I I don't like I don't know the lyrics to that, but yeah, I know the song. I love that song, man. That song is the best. <laughs> uh, okay, so. <laughs> So you you sent me this headline. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I can't look at the picture of the woman because every time I look at the picture of the woman, their face reminds me of one of the, the little goblin elves from Labyrinth. <laughs> Remember when, so, like, huh? Yeah. So I was just gonna say this looks like. She looks like one of the people I would use as like one of my roll twenty tokens in my D and D game. <laughs> oh man, God, we're bad people. We're bad people. So I mean, you know, we're we're <laughs> we're treating this like it's some like unknown entity or something. 
Everyone knows um, the Thousand Pound Sisters. It's a TLC show. Um, <laughs> and, and I gotta say, I gotta say, fuck TLC. Oh yeah, they've not 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 the band that did the album Crazy Sexy Cool that had no scrubs. Because I mean, w- without that song, like the other guys would not be near as funny. So yeah, just putting <laughs> it out there. But and I gotta say, fuck TLC because they're not trying to help these people at all. No. Nah. And the, the the series is called, you know, a season is called Thousand Pound Sisters. So, if I go above a thousand pounds, that's still entertaining. If I go under a thousand pounds, well, you know, then so, there's no more show, <laughs> right? So, if I want to continue to, I mean, and here's the thing: like, I I got to a thousand pounds by eating shit. Now <laughs> I now I can either eat. More shit, or I can eat just as much, but now it's better. So you're just enabling me to either eat more garbage or to eat mm-hmm. just as much, but just a better quality food. You're not, but you're not trying to help me in any way. Yeah, yeah. So fuck um, you for being. And I know, I know, we've talked about it off mic with like hoarders, which I don't know if hoarders is a TLC show, but it's like it's reality shows in general. Like, what pissed me off about Hoarders is that, like, oh, they, they, they talk a good game. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get this guy help. We're going to get him therapy. We always offer, like, after-show therapy and blah, 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 blah. And then always it does the little, like, text scrolling across the screen, and it's like, Bill never went to therapy. He reverted back to his hoarding ways a week after we left. And it's like, well, then why bother? What was the point? <laughs> yeah, you, did, you did nothing except for, yeah. you know... Put this this so, person's shame on TV. Yeah, it's like all you did was throw out all their shit, which was probably really expensive. Uh, so, the, I watched an episode of Hoarders, and what got to me about this was first off, I can't stand reality TV anyway, and I can't stand when these fuckers get on TV and they're crying about, "I wish my life was no, 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 no." No, this 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 isn't Brian Griffin's book. Wish it wouldn't do it, right? You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. I mean, that's just how it is. It don't don't cry to me about how you wish things were different or whatever. Are you trying to do anything to make it different? Mm-hmm. Then, then you know, just just save those tears, you know, uh, <clears throat> because I mean, honestly, from the looks of your house, that's the only clean thing you could use to wash your hands with, uh, right? The, then you got the people that come there, but like, I didn't know that they were living like this. I just want her to get the help. And, and I'm like, okay, well, if you really want them to get the help, then you need to be able to be willing to make the hard call of like, clean this shit up, clean your life up, let us help you, or I'm gone. Because mm-hmm. I'm you right now, the way your house looks with all the rats and shit and everything else you got in here, I'm not stepping foot in there. Because who knows what's going to attach itself to me and come on back or whatever. I mean, like the, the you, what's in that that house or whatever could be like a strain of virus that would like eat COVID nineteen like it was fucking Mister T cereal, you know? <laughs> like uh, I mean, just like and then you're not you are not stepping your nasty ass hoarding self into my house. Oh hell no. Right. <laughs> so, so like, I'm like, clean your shit up, get your shit together, or else. 
and the when I saw this woman, she was <clears throat> she had rats, and they had shit all over everything. And as they were right. going in the house, like they were like, it was clear that she hadn't like used the sink because it had dirty dishes and rat shit and piss all over it and everything. There was so much like feces and everything that like where she had newspapers on the ground, they were like pretty much fused to the ground and stuff. And then it was like, well, the rats had kind of taken over and she didn't like that, that, that her house was rat infested. But then they, they recorded her sitting there feeding the rats. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I've got a solution. It's, Probably not one because you know it's 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 like the whole like Amy Winehouse thing, right? You know, they try to make me go to rehab, and I said no. Okay, well, I know her her story is a lot more complex than that, but it's like okay, well, there's two ways of doing this. You can either check yourself in the rehab, or you can be checked in the rehab. You know, and I get that when you when we check you in, you're gonna rant and you're gonna rage and you're gonna be like blah blah blah. I'm never gonna speak to you again. And it's like fine as long as you get the help that you need. I don't care if you ever speak to me again. I just want you mm-hmm. healthy and alive. And if that means right. that you know, if if that means that uh, that I find myself in Paris sitting at a cafe and then <laughs> I look across and and there you are and you don't say anything. And I don't say anything, but I know you're alive, you're healthy, and I'm mean, like, like, yeah, yeah. That that whole thing is like, you know, uh, like I don't care if you never <laughs> speak to me again, as long as you're alive and it's your choice not to you're never gonna speak to me again because you're dead. Right, right. You gotta make you sometimes you gotta make that hard call, and that's what they need to do on hoarders. Like, okay, you tell me that you want to live a different life, but you're not willing to give up any of the stuff right here. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. We, lo- we walk out the house, we lock that bitch up, and we set it on fire. <laughs> that should be, like, the, the choice. Clean your shit up and get help, or we're going to burn you alive in the mess that you created, that you're quite content with. Yep, yep. And maybe those tears will, like, kind of keep you from burning for a little while, but probably not. Because, like you said, was, uh, otherwise okay. everything just goes right back to normal, and you did nothing except for waste everyone's time. Yep, yep. Um, the episodes of Hoarders I've seen where it's actually like an effective cleanup is where it's like their family is just like kind of brutal with them. So there, like, there was one where like the chicks separated husband was just like this angry redneck dude and. Like about halfway through the process, he is they're they're like, Mom, do you want to keep this thing? And he's like, Wait a minute, what is that? Let me see it and they'll hand it to him and then he just like tosses it out. That's <laughs> great. I I think I might have lost you, Zerk. Uh no, no, I'm I'm still here. I'm still here. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but I like what I like to do is do like a like a, like a like a very special episode of Hoarders. I'm like, so, uh, I just want you guys to kind of help my, my, my good, my, my good friend, Mr. Clark here. Mr. Mr. Clark is in his seventies and, uh, he's a really good guy. And, you know, he's, he's all about the, you know, helping out people in need and in the neighborhood. And he cares for, you know, he cares about so much and, and about, you know, just, just everybody in general. Um, but he's, uh, he, he's a bit of a hoarder, and uh, and we just need to just kind of 
get him to just let go of, of some of the stuff he has that's really holding him back. And mm-hmm. it's like, so uh, so they go to the guy's house, and it's like, so yeah, here it is right here. It's like, he's just like, he just won't let go of all this Nazi memorabilia. It's just everywhere. <laughs> and it's, he's, just, he's just hoarding it all. It's just making his life. We just just need to let it go. We're like, we <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's just like, this is not healthy for him. He's just hoarding all this stuff. It's everywhere. He can't even breathe. <laughs> so I, I introduced him to my friend. My, I tried to introduce him to my friend Al. And it's like, and say, Mr. Clark, it's my friend Al. Hi, Al. And he's like, see? See? It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> it's, just, it's just taking over his life. It's consuming him. <laughs> like, uh, I think you got the wrong show. No, 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 no. Hortus is the right show. I trust me. <laughs> right, so, so let's get back to uh, <clears throat> to the the thousand pound sisters here. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. So, uh, so I sent you, you sent me article. this article. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I almost looked at her face again. And I almost started laughing. Um, <laughs> it, it's not. It's not even her face. Like you know, like like I make fun of. Oh, it's it's the that goofy ass grin on her face too. <laughs> To where she looks like she looks like you know what she looks like she looks like one of the Muppets those weird ass British Muppets from the uh, from the Land the, of Confusion music video yes exactly <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all right yeah so, I see that I see that <laughs> so this article says Thousand Pound Sisters Tammy Slatten Slayton drinks eight bottles of liquor a week putting and in quotes. Putting herself in danger, as opposed to weighing a thousand pounds, is putting yourself in danger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The TLC star. So, okay, now, I got no problem with this. The TLC star, star, meaning you made her a celebrity off of weighing a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, decided to take a break from her weight loss efforts. Uh, let's be honest. If the show is still called Thousand Pound Sisters. She either took a break a long time ago, or her efforts. <laughs> She's been on a break. Her, her, her efforts are, are like aren't really that hard, that, that hard. Uh, so she, I'm not like an avid watcher, but I've seen a little bit of Thousand Pound Sisters. Um, I've never seen it. Like, I mean, you're, you're not really missing out per se, but uh, like one of the two sisters actually has lost quite a bit of weight and managed to like lose enough to successfully do the lipo treatment and all that stuff. It's this one, Tammy, who has not and who just keeps spiraling. So I've I've always made the joke that it's like they're they're staying within that thousand pound range. It's just that like when one loses a hundred pounds, the other like gains that hundred pounds back. So. It's like they're they're staying right within the the appropriate range. It's it's symbiotic. <laughs> but see, here's the thing, though. Even go back to, what, to going back to what we first said. Even if one of them is losing weight, you lose the show if mm-hmm. they if if they both lose weight. So it's great that one of them is getting healthier but you still like there's no show if they're both healthy yeah yeah and like i mean there's no motivation for her to do that and that's the same thing with like all the 90 day fiance stuff so many of those people are just like schmucks and bastards and you've got guys like uh like colt and big ed and all that and it's like 
the minute they decide to become good people and grow up and act their age and not be bastards is the minute they lose that TLC paycheck. Right. So, like, it's extremely exploitative, but it's no different than anything we've, like, ranted and pissed and moaned about with, like, Bad Baby or something. Right. Where it's like, you know, you've you've made a fortune off of off of being a douche nozzle, essentially. So, like, why would you change that? Right. And now everybody expects that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... It's it's kind of uh, so it's like like the Jersey Shore people like everybody expects them to to be uh, a complete wreck. Um, so I think I told you uh, about the uh, Gary Shandling show. I'm sorry, it was a Larry Sanders show because uh, Gary mm-hmm. Shandling was the show he had before that. And there was the episode. So Bobcat Goldthwait had gone on. What was it the the Tonight Show with the Jay Leno? And had uh, set couch on fire, like, and uh, he we well, set the 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 seat he was sitting in on fire, and uh, it was supposed to be like a joke, but you know, of course Jay wasn't happy, but fuck Jay Leno, like he wasn't happy. <laughs> he wasn't happy when Beck like cut his tie off, and he was super <laughs> pissed, right? And I'm you like, buy a new couch, right? And I was, I was like, dude, Rich you can buy a new tie. Like, it, you didn't even pay for that one. It's not even your tie. It's a fucking studio tie for your studio wardrobe. Like, I mean, it's it, whatever. Um, so, but Never they were like, giving Jay you know, Leno money. They put the they put the fire out, and then there was like, you know, that he got fined by the the uh, city and like the fire marshal and stuff because you know it could have gone out of control and blah blah blah. Yeah, all that stuff is true. Um, you know, and I think it was more because it was on TV. Now, granted, the Tonight Show was not live; it was actually filmed in the afternoon, so mm-hmm. you didn't have to actually show that episode. Yep, you could have edited all that out. Um, but anyway, so so that's all a real story. On the Larry Sanders show, they had Bobcat Goldfield on there because of what had just happened. And they knew that when he went and made another appearance on something, everyone's going to tune in. And mm-hmm. they were going to hear about the story, which he didn't want to talk about. And then they also were expecting him to do something else outrageous. Yep. And then, of course, they Larry keeps pushing him to talk about the thing, which he already said he wasn't going to talk about. It. And in the green room, they had already said, you know, we're not going to ask you about this. And then he just went off. He's like, is this what you want, huh? Is this what you want? And then he just, you know, he, I think he, he like flipped the coffee table over and then started jumping up on the, on the chair. I was like, dance, monkey boy, dance. And then he got he got tackled <laughs> by Artie. And they're like, wow, this guy was crazy. He's like, we're, we're never going to, you know, they're going to have him on the show again. And they're like, I bet you ratings were great. And I was like, oh, yeah, the ratings are going to be great. And I was like, that's what they wanted. <laughs> and when you get these people like that and you get them to be celebrities by acting like assholes, now everybody expects mm-hmm. you to act like an asshole because. That's what makes you popular. And yeah. and if you don't, then they're like, oh, well, you know, I thought this guy was a legitimate asshole, but he's really a nice guy. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so you, it's just this kind of self-perpetuating thing. And now you have someone who's, who's been, you know, it has this uh, show and has some kind of, you know, is well known for being a huge bag of skin. <laughs> like I don't have any, and I not, not only do I not have any, any motivation to change, but it's a big, big middle finger to everyone who said like, 
You're not gonna be. You're not gonna become a celebrity by just sitting there and becoming a big fat piece of shit. I bet I will. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, look, ma, I made it. It's like Rocky. Oh, she's got like a turkey leg in each hand. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> like those those big ham hocks, like the Vikings eat in the movies. Yeah. Uh, we did it. <laughs> First of all, I want to thank I, I, God because so, without so, him, like, none of this would be you're possible. Really just enabling these people to just continue on with their real, their 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 horrible lives and their horribleness. Um, like okay, like you've created this monster. Um, yeah. And now nobody wants to see Marshall no more. Say what? Now nobody wants to see Marshall no more. Yeah. They want shady. Yeah. I just, the only thing I ask is you just, you know, just don't bother me. You see me, like, out and I'm feeding my daughter or, you know, I'm using the bathroom. So, uh, so this article says, between Tamia Slatton Slayton's um, eating habits, lack of exercise, and her worrisome new interest in drinking excessively, her doctor is concerned she's putting herself in grave danger. So, first off, this woman is beyond huge. She's got her arms oh, yeah. crossed in this picture, and because her arms are so big from, like, her big, like, just hanging fat, like, upper arms and everything, down to, like, her wrist and the way her arms are thick, it actually looks like she doesn't have hands. Like, they've been amputated. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say kudos to whoever made that wheelchair because, Wow. I mean, <laughs> sturdy stuff. Uh, yeah, I, like it was like, is that American made? I mean, do we make that kind of that kind of quality stuff anymore? <laughs> Just <laughs> I'm blown away. But but this woman is not going anywhere on her own. She is not leaving the house. Not that size. Not unless like every wall in her house opens up like a garage door so she can get out. She's not going through a normal doorway. And yes, mm-hmm. I'm being kind of mean. But I'm also being very truthful. She is not. So when you say between her eating habits, well, somebody's feeding her. Yep. And you can tell me that, that you want Twinkies all day long, but you either eat the food that I bring to you or you'll starve. Now, granted, it'll probably be a couple months before you die from starvation, right? But, you know, I, I don't have to... You either eat what I give you or you won't. You right, can rant and rave right. about it all day, but I mean, what are you going to do? Like, in the time it would take you to roll over to where I am, you know, like, <laughs> so, so someone, someone's giving her this food and it says, you know, her excessive drinking, someone is bringing her the alcohol. Yep. Yep. So this whole thing about she's putting herself in danger. No. Someone is putting the bullets in her gun as she's playing Russian roulette. Yep. You're more of the problem than they are. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it, like, it, it's pretty obvious you can't get to this point without a whole lot of enablement. Right. And, and that's the other thing, too, is like, wh- I, I, do, I get it sometimes when you, especially when you, if you're depressed, you got something going on that you don't really notice as that things are building up around you 
until just one day you was looking like, holy crap, look at look at this. Like, yeah, how did things yeah. get so bad? I, I get that. But at some point, when it comes to your body, you have to look and be like, none of my clothes fit me, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I was wearing a pair of pants the other day on one leg mm-hmm. and another pair of pants on the other leg. And that's the only way that I could actually put them on. Like, <laughs> and that's not, that's not something that, that you wake up like that, you know? No, no. It, it's not like, it's not like you roll out of bed one day and you're like, oh no, what happened to me? Right. <laughs> oh God. Miss Purdy, help. I put on weight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I- like, and, and you know, I mean, I, I say this as somebody, you know, like, Genetically, I think I'm predisposed to being a pretty big dude. Like, I, I think I'm built a bit stockier than, like, you or Camelot, say. You know, I, I don't have a slim build. And, um, like, like, that's a big reason why I've gone out of my way to lose weight in the past couple of months was exactly what you were talking about, was realizing, wait a minute, once upon a time, I could actually wear a medium shirt and it didn't look half bad on me. Now, it just looks like a fat guy trying too hard. And so it's like, if I if I can catch on to that, like, when I'm weighing in at, like, 205 or something, then, like, how does a person get to be six or 700 pounds without going, wait a minute, this is a problem. I should, I should take some positive steps in my life here. <laughs> right. And... At some point, you also notice that you have difficulty moving around. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, hey, where I used to be able to sit up in bed real easily, now it's like, oh my goodness, I can't see my toes. Like, yeah, I like, I, I I'd call my mom up the other day and be like, um, hey, mom, what is it, son? So I, I am a guy because my gut's <laughs> so big it covers my dick, and I didn't know what was down there. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, come on. At some point, you get, you were like, you, you realize that, hey, there's parts of my body that look a lot different than they did before. And mm-hmm. there's some parts of my body I, I don't even remember what they look like. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, as somebody who, like, in the past 10 years, I'd say my weight has fluctuated probably somewhere within, like, a 50-pound range. I have, like, gained and lost, like, within a 50-pound range within the past two or 10 years. Uh, one, one big thing. And obviously this is different with someone like Tammy because female, but like when you're a guy, there's very few better motivations to lose weight when you put on a whole bunch of weight. And that actually like affects your length downstairs. <laughs> Cause when it all gets surrounded by fat, then it just, you, you lose. Right. You, you definitely lose. So <laughs> very few things are more disheartening when it's like, oh man, yeah, H- had to throw out my favorite pair of diesels and, and, and now, okay, let's see. What What the fuck? What? No! Where'd the inch go? Yeah. <laughs> Where did it go? <laughs> you start digging, like pulling back stuff. You're like, like, like <laughs> it didn't take this long before to... And then they, they say you start hearing that like, generic jungle music playing, but like, what the, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it, you know, it's like you're stretching all the fat back and like stapling it in the back, like Homer did in that one episode. 
Oh, I need I need the inch back, <laughs> please. Uh, so so this article here says, um, you know, on the season finale of blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. it says the thirty five year old says she's been battling mental health and depression big time. So has this always been an issue, or has it been an issue since you've been on TV? <laughs> um. You know, it's like have because or has has it just been an issue since you got fat, right? I mean, at at the risk of of sounding like way too insensitive, it's like seriously, like yeah, I, I gotta that, ask, that's a big how contributor. Did this become a TV series? Were were they were they going around looking for a huge ass person and their sister to make a TV series off of, or did they or did they like write in like or where they're like, it's like, TLC? TLC? This is Mary. Mary Slayton? You know those big fat <laughs> girls you've been looking for to have a TV series on? Check out this! Like, 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 how did that come about? Yeah, I don't know. Like, none of it makes any sense because it, it almost feels like, with, with any of the TLC shows, it feels like they have to be out in the highways and hedges, beating the bushes, looking for freaks of nature to right. make a spectacle out of. And maybe, maybe I'm totally misreading that situation. I don't know. But that's what it feels like they're doing. It's like, you you can't consistently find guys like No Neck Big Ed and people like the Thousand Pound Sisters consistently. Like, you don't, you don't stumble across that accidentally. It's like that, that meme format where... It's like, oh yeah, you know, this this has happened twice, which isn't a lot, but it's really weird that it happened more than once. It's like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, it's like, light, lightning doesn't strike the same place this many times, you know, they're, they have to be seeking it out. Right, I mean, I, I definitely think they are. They're going around, they're like, okay, no, and, and I think since they're not really trying to help people, it's like, okay, like you said, what freak of nature... Um, what freak of nature is available uh, for us to uh, to you know exploit? Yeah, yeah. It's like we've done the fat thing, we've done the thing. So what what's next? Is it going to be like uh, you you can't do the anorexic thing because you know that's a health problem. You can be grossly overweight, morbidly obese, and still you know live for several years or decades or whatever. But you're not going to get much of a show out of like, you know, the, the, you know, anorexic twins, you know, I mean, I mean, hell, they didn't even come back for a fuller house. Right. So, uh, oh shit, God, that was, that was, that was me. That was, that was from <laughs> nowhere, dude. I don't even know where that came from. Um, but, uh, but I mean, they, but you can't because they won't make it to a season two. Without the mm-hmm. help, they're not going to make it to a season two. Um, and there's no money in helping people. No, no, no. So, so, so he's like, well, we can't do that. We can do fat people, and then, uh, oh, we'll we'll do something like, uh, like let's say, for example, what's that? What's that show they have? Uh, I think it's a Bravo show. It's like the Little Women of Atlanta, you know, where it's it's like the Real Housewives only. It's with little people. 
Like, uh, that I'm not familiar with. Like, okay, so I'm pretty sure that little people don't all just like hang out together and like look and see where are the other little people that little people that I can like hang out with because <laughs> you know, like we're little people with big problems. Like, like no, you you're manufacturing this thing and putting this thing together and making it seem like like they like there's some kind of like like I don't know like group or or whatever that. <laughs> That they get together to discuss that they all have the same kind of problems or, or issues or how life is tough for them. Like, they don't do that. They have friends and family that may or may not be big or little. Like, this, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's all manufactured bullshit. And in this case, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it, and I think that they, they are, they're looking like, okay, so what, what can we, what can we go after next? We've got little people here. We got fat people here. Um, and you've got things like uh, uh, what's that one show? Um, they had one. It was like a, it's like, I think it might be a TLC show. It's something like like my disgusting habit or, or like my like sick addiction. Oh my weird, my weird addiction. Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a fucking gross show. And that's um, the thing. It, that's it. That's their gross out show. Are you trying to help mm-hmm. these people? No. Again, you're just exploiting them for gain to be like. Look at these people who are not like you that deserve to be ridiculed. Mm-hmm. Because what happens after someone watches the show? They don't go like, "Oh wow, that's that's crazy." I wonder how that started. Is that something that's inherent to just like that person, like like the events of their life or like their their dinner, or was it something that set them off that then created that in them to where they like to eat their own hair or, or you know whatever it is. Right. Like, uh, I, I mean, saying, but no, that's that's not what happens. Instead, they go back, they go to work the next day, or they sit around their friends, like, oh my god, let me tell you, I saw this show in X Y Z. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, no, nobody's nobody's life is any different after watching that. No. Now, as far as little people discussing little people problems, I'm just gonna toss this out here. I don't whoa, have whoa, the whoa, option. Whoa, whoa. We're, we're not doing any little people tossing. That went out in the '80s. <laughs> Hey, uh, I've got some underground connections here. I can hook you up, man. I'm just gonna say, man. Here's the thing with that is, I would never, I would never do that at all. I would never, never do any kind of dwarf tossing, midget tossing, little people tossing, whatever you want to call it. I would never yeah. do that. Yeah, in public, definitely not. No, no, I'm not in not, not, Well, no, not even in private, because there's <laughs> there's nothing worse than being shamed by not even being able to pick up a little person and toss them. Like four or five feet, like, like they, they like, like, dude, you're just bigger than me, and you can't throw me. Like seriously, <laughs> I mean, like, come on, like, like really, like, wow, like you really are just a weak son of a bitch, aren't you? And he's like, that's that's hard. I don't want that. Plus, I mean, I, you gotta what? start. You can you gotta start small and like work your way up. Well, like with babies, and then yeah, okay, yeah, babies are great practice midgets. Um, yeah. Plus, I mean, yeah, have, I, I, have you seen? I'm just saying really for like all. People? What have you really looked at little people? Like, have, have I you looked at them? They, yeah, they're, they're freaking they're... Jack, dude, and oh, they yeah. don't work out. Low center of gravity, man. It's awesome. Yeah, dude, I do not want to fight a little person, and not just because <laughs> like like they're like oh because they're they're small they're like you know like you know they're they're like a. Uh, they're they're right there at like right eye and, high, eye and punching height for like your you know your your balls and shit like that. 
which is true, but oh, just yeah. because like they're gonna hit with it like a fucking bat, dude. I mean, they're, I mean, like Falcon Punch, man. Yeah, I mean, like no, man. I don't, I don't want to fight them. I mean, <laughs> and, and, I mean, I remember when I when I was doing martial arts, uh, my uh, my my teacher always uh, sensei, whatever you want to call him, used to always say. 90% of all fights end up on the ground. So you oh, yeah. have to learn ground fighting. Because 90% of all fights end up on the ground. If you get into a fight with a little person, I'm telling you right now, that's going to be 100% of all fights end up on the ground. And if you're in a ground fight with a little person, you are going to lose. Well, yeah, because they're already there, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they yeah, can, no, I mean, I don't, they I don't stand do up non-consensual. before you can and still be beating the shit out of you. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I don't do non-consensual midget tossing. I mean, come on. I, I just... They, I, they, they've got to want it, you know? I, I just don't want to get shamed because I can't throw them that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, you gotta, you gotta like, work out, man. You gotta, like, build up to it to really get some good distance on it. Because then it becomes, like, you know, enjoyable for everybody concerned. They, they get the sensation of flying. It's pretty cool. But, uh... But yeah, I just I just want to say that like for all of society like like giving giving little people a hard time and punching down on them so to speak, you know, I personally never have the option of sneaking into a movie theater stacked up on three of my friends in a trench coat. You know, so, like who's really going through life on hard mode here? Yeah, I mean and not only that but I, I mean, I know they're going to be like, yo, I would, I would trade it all for X, Y, or Z. But, you know, there's something about, like you said, like sneaking into a movie theater or something like that. Like, like little people can sneak into a lot of places. Like, like for example, oh, you're late for the meeting. Little person sneaks right in. <laughs> like, no one knows that we're late. And, and even then, like, it doesn't really matter how well-respected you are, right? No one's ever going to call you out for it. It's like... Were you late? Did you were you sneaking into the meeting? They're not going to be like, oh, you know, they're going to act like you were there the whole time. Yep. Because because they don't they don't want to be that guy. Oh yeah, like, no nobody wants to be the guy to pick on the midget. It's like, well, I'm not picking on him. Like it was, you know, like the meeting has started and he just tried to come sneaking in. I wasn't sneaking in. I'm just a small guy. I mean, I guess he thought <laughs> I was sneaking in, but it's just this is my advertising. Like, oh, you're going to play that card, right? <laughs> That's like a black guy sneaking into a meeting late, and it was like, I saw him, he was like, he was kind of like slinking around the back walls. Slinking around the black walls. Oh, oh I didn't I didn't <laughs> want to get, in, like, disrupt everything by walking into the eyesight, so you think I'm just, like, hiding in the shadows like a creepy-ass black person. Is that it? Like, you can't win those conversations. So, yep. so you just let it go. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. We, like, we as, as, uh, the, the vertically enabled we don't we don't get that luxury I was uh I was is, is this was not where we were going with this conversation at all but I just happened <laughs> to be on reddit today and one of the things that popped up in like shower thoughts was uh it was like little people uh, can ask uh, a tall person if they can get something off the top shelf but a tall person never asked them to get something off the bottom shelf <laughs> It's like, yeah, that would be mean. It's like, yeah, you can't do that, even though it's like, you know, I may be a tall person, but maybe I don't want to bend over. Like, maybe that hurts my back. Maybe, <laughs> like, you know, like, stooping down, like, hurts my back. Maybe I got bad knees or whatever. But I can never ask <laughs> one of them 
if they could get that for me because that would be me. <laughs> that would be very insensitive. That's spectacular. That's, isn't that great? <laughs> so that's the other thing too. Again, not saying that, that their life is all, you know, peaches and cream, but like you can get away with stuff without even asking to get away with it. You can just get away with stuff <laughs> because people are just going to be so sensitive around you. But like, I don't want to like, I like, like, dude, like my knees are killing me. I don't want to bend over. But at the same time, <laughs> like, I, I, I can't ask him to get it for me. <laughs> so, so they're just like, Oh God. And, and then you sit down there and like you bend over and you probably got to go down on one knee. So that puts you like at eye level with them. And then like, you're just trying to like, wait until like you have the strength to stand back up again. But then they think you're just mocking them by being down there like that. And you're just trying to make, and you start making quote unquote small talk, right? While you're down there, like, um, they got a lot of selections of grapefruit juice, huh? (laughs) Yeah. uh, What every growing boy needs. I mean, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I drink this all the time as a kid. My mom always said it would make me big and tall. And then they, then they think that, that you're that you're belittling them. Why? Well, <laughs> I'm not even trying, dude. I'm really not. And, and really, just like like like. Oh God! I just wish my back was so much better so I could stand up right now and get out of this. <laughs> I, I just wish someone would come and take me away because I don't like this anymore. I was not to go. But I mean, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, the. The, the brand I want doesn't seem to be here. They must be in short supply. Oh, God, I mean, um... I... Uh. Oh. So, uh, go, going back to Tammy. Um. So, uh, oh, see, I was, uh... We were supposed to be making fun of big people, not little people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh... Yeah, I, uh, you know, I... I don't mind, you know, beer and bottles, but I prefer tall boys... <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's even worse when you don't finish the sentence you just drag it out you know, uh. <laughs> so yeah there's no recovering at that point no which is just why like, people just need to uh to like follow my example and just lean into it yeah like, well there's no like, way this can come out okay so I might as well just finish saying it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the the last time, you know, what happens is you panic. Or at least I panic. I don't know if you're watching you, but I panic because I'm not trying to be mean, but at the same time, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't have anything against short people, you know, like, uh, you know, some of my, some of my favorite uh, people. I love how you guys can play like children in movies, and then you know, uh, <laughs> or how you can do like like the, uh, you know, like uh, the acting for things like ET and stuff, and like like none, none of you can't say anything that makes that better. You know, so, <laughs> so I just panic and I, I say shit, but like, like that I shouldn't say like, 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 yeah, like, are you mocking me? Like, oh, oh God, no, I, I thought you were a little boy. I was trying to pick you up. Like, like, <laughs> I'm a pedophile. Like, like no, I'm like, no, I'm like, damn it. No, that's not even any better. That's actually much, much worse. Like, stop. <laughs> and then, like, and then the, the whole fight or flight thing get kicks in and you're like, then you try to run, and it's like, someone catch that pedophile? Like, I'm not really a pedophile. I just embarrass <laughs> myself. That's all. It just, it's, it's bad. You just, you can't win. I can't win, at least. I mean, 
<laughs> Maybe you can win. I can't win. Oh, I, I stopped trying to win years ago. <laughs> so, you, you can't win. You can't break even. You can't get out of the game. You just, <laughs> oh my goodness! Really? Hmm. Did you really just do that? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I said it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just surprised because I, 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 I don't know how many people actually know that song. And for you to quote that song, I was like, wow, because I actually had that in mind. And for you to quote that <laughs> okay. song, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked, man. You know, that is a thing I've been quoting for probably nigh on 15 years, and I never realized it was a song. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, sorry to disappoint you. It's it's a song that, that Michael Jackson Scarecrow sings in The Wiz. It's actually the only <laughs> song on my Zune. The only song from the Wiz I find Zune worthy is is uh, "You Can't Win." <laughs> and you didn't know that was a song? No, no idea. Yeah, it's a really good song too. Um, That's awesome. It's, it's the I'll one. That, it's the one that that the Scarecrow sings when he's like when the the crows are mocking him and he's like strung up on the uh uh well it's on the cross but you know I mean. I don't really know why they put scarecrows on crosses. That's like a, yeah, that, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not what our episode's about. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's actually, uh, Michael Jackson's song from the movie, from the, the movie, The Wiz, not the actual Broadway production of The Wiz. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Yeah. I actually, I, I dig it. It's actually kind of a long song too. It's like, uh, five, seven minutes. Hmm. But anyway, so yeah, so, um, so, uh, so getting back to uh to the the thousand pound sisters, um, which I I just this whole thing is just it's I would call it a train wreck, but I would actually find a train wreck to be more exciting and enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. But uh. So this this whole thing with um with her so. It says the doctor came by, you know, asked her what she, you know, how she's been. It's like, um, is it worse when you're by yourself versus when people are here? By myself, she says. That's why I kind of feel like I need to take a break and not think about diets, relationships, just clear my mind, just work on me. Well, okay. First off, you've been working on you. That's how you got to be a thousand pounds. Second, <laughs> I mean, Rome wasn't always, built in a day. <laughs> aren't you always by yourself? Because, like, I don't think that very many people come to visit you. Um... Like, you're not leaving the house. Like, aren't you always by yourself? Turk, she's a trio all in and of herself. She's never alone. <laughs> so, so I guess when... It's when, always Danny, Love Handle 1, and Love Handle 2. I mean... <laughs> yeah, so, so when, the, when, the, when the other personalities don't feel like talking to you, then it's like, oh, I'm all alone. There's no one here to <laughs> sign. I... <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those like, like weird, gross early adult swim cartoons where the fat just like forms its own face and starts talking to her. It's like, man, Timmy, I'm starving. <laughs> Feed me, Timmy. I'm wasting. It's been eleven day whole here. minutes since I had a pizza. <laughs> oh come on! I know you feel it, Timmy. You want one too, don't you? That hot, <laughs> greasy pepperoni just sliding down your throat. Oh, I can feel it, can't you? Oh. 
You know, there's nothing better than that nice, greasy, I'm too fat sleep that you get into when you eat too much. <laughs> but, oh, I can't move another bite. I just got to lay here and pass out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, when she says it's worse when she's alone, but I would think that she's always alone. I can't imagine how many people come to visit her. She's not going places. So, aren't you always alone already? Is this really just I mean, I, I know that, like, at a certain point, she was living with her sister, and then her sister moved out to live with her significant other. I, I think she briefly dated somebody and then, like, broke off with that person. So, it's weird. It's like, there, there is, like, this entire, like, history to it that I'm not overly familiar with, because, like, oh, my, my whole knowledge of anything TLC comes from Ken and Buff. I'm looking at this picture here. It looks like she's got like a nasal cannula. So I'm like, so, so she's on oxygen on top of all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she says here, she's been blowing off steam by partying. Really? Drinking, smoking. I started vaping. Who the fuck brought her a vape? Who introduced her to vape? <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I, the mind wobbles. All right. And... Didn't ask how much she's been drinking and is visibly shocked by the answer. Maybe eight bottles a week. Like fifths of liquor? Oh, wow, Tammy, that's a lot. Smith says he's seriously worried about her drinking. That is a lot. (laughs) She clearly has an addictive personality just by the sheer volume of food alone, or or not even maybe the volume, but just by the her her poor eating habits. As Mm -hmm. a doctor, you think you would know that. Um, and again, who is supplying her with the alcohol? I bet you what? I bet she wouldn't be drinking like this if she didn't have a damn TLC show because she wouldn't be able to afford the shit. Right. Um, uh, Tammy's doing a lot of partying. Okay, but they keep saying partying. You know, partying involves more than just you and a bottle of vodka. That's not partying. <laughs> it's like that Key and Peel thing. <laughs> All right, who wants pizza puffs? All right, keep the hands up. Keep the hands up. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like saying like that. That's like me saying that uh, I, I've been, you know, like man, I've been I've been engaged in an orgy since I was like sixteen years old, and it's just me. <laughs> you know? Haven't you heard that uh, NSP song, "Orgy for One"? It, well, which one? Orgy for One. Yeah, I haven't heard it, but I know you talked about it. It's one of my favorites. It's one of the funniest things they've done. But no, I mean, you can't you can't sit there and, be, and say, you know, that I've been uh, partying a lot when you're just drinking by yourself. Right, right. Uh, I'm like, no, that's 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 not partying. I mean, <laughs> so Tammy's doing a lot of partying, which raises a concern for me. Like, who is she partying? I'm I'm sorry. There's no way someone's coming to our house. Like, yeah, let's go to Tammy's house and party. Woo! <laughs> Me hitting that, that the best oxygen, Tammy. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting naturally high. Like, like, no. No. Just no. Um, okay. Uh, Smith said he wants Slayton to work on her depression, but doesn't believe that this is the right way to do it. Really? Really? Did, did you say that, that, that Dr. Smith? Right? Is, is that is that is that really what, what you think? Is that um, that uh, drinking alcohol and, and vaping and partying 
quote partying, you know, every night is not the way wow, to work really? with your depression. So like smoking a pack of cigarettes and downing a fifth of liquor every single day isn't the cure to depression? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> no, no. Fuck you, like Dr. Smith. Like, like I'm going to stick with what Motley Crue taught me. You know? Because <laughs> their doctor, Dr. Feelgood, he's much better than you. And he actually has a real license. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's the one that makes you feel all right. Oh, yeah. I mean, all, all Dr. Smith is like, uh, hey, hey there, Tammy, that, that seems like an awful lot of alcohol. <laughs> Uh, you, oh, okay. You don't, you don't have to drink straight from the bottle. You can pour it into a glass. <laughs> yeah. No. No, thank you. And and, and and let's see. And here, okay. Here's a proof of like which doctor is better. How many members of Motley Crue are still alive? All of them. There you go. Yeah. And uh, who is still weighs like 900 pounds? Damn. <laughs> so yeah, Tammy you is, tell- the, is 900 of the thousand pound sisters. <laughs> So, so you tell me who's the better doctor here? Yeah. Mick Mars may actually look like he's from Mars right now, but the guy is still alive. Actually, I think he might have died recently. But anyway, that, 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 that's not the that's not the point. The point it's still is still a pretty though, decent track record, right? And their doctor never once let them down. So I'm just saying, you know, Tammy started vaping, you know. Nikki Six has six a.m. Just no. okay. I mean, the only reason she started vaping was because one day she was like, "I smell cotton candy." <laughs> Who's got cotton candy? It's like, oh, that's that's just my vape, Tammy. Give me that. I want that cotton candy? I, I, I wasn't sure where you're going with that. With that, I smell <laughs> cotton candy because I thought she was like, like, huh, I smell cotton candy. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but yours was much funnier. And mine, mine was just kind of sad. <laughs> uh, cotton candy is a smell I will forever associate with vaping. Now it's just been ruined for me. It used to be that'd be like, oh dang, I smell a, a fair, the carnivals in town or whatever. Now it's like, uh, some guy's vaping. Cool. Well, I don't think the two of those are mutually exclusive, because, I mean... Nowadays, it's just a bunch of people vaping at the carnival. Yeah, it's great. Well, actually, I was just thinking about Thousand Pound Tammy here with the cotton candy vape. I was like, oh, hey, the carnival is in town. (laughs) Her vape is just a cotton candy machine. (laughs) You you really shouldn't be inhaling pure sugar, Tammy. Tammy, please stop. But I'm depressed, doctor. (laughs) <laughs> and I got a man's voice. <laughs> God, <laughs> we're such bullies. It's great. Here we are, um. but but yeah. Again, she has all the means of getting herself healthy, and mm-hmm. she's not. And she's not trying. So, I mean, it, that's that's what I wanted to talk about from this on on a more serious note is is the fact that she keeps claiming depression. Yeah. But yeah, no, you, you go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off there. But now I was just going to say, you know, that and the, that TLC is not trying to help. I'm, I'm sure the TLC's people are like, well, we're trying to do this, trying to do that. No, you're not. Because if you really wanted to help her, you'd fucking kill that stupid TV series. Or you'd sit there and go, okay, in order for first off, for the TV series to work, you need to have some kind of clause in there that said that that 
you will only get paid X amount of dollars, you know, provided that you are sticking with the treatment plan as outlined in XYZ. Mm-hmm. That way, she's getting the help she needs. And if she doesn't, then that money goes somewhere else. But she's not going to be able to use it to do something like, oh, I don't know, start vaping and drinking like, you know, like, you know, fits of, of like gin or something like that. Like, you know, my father trying to decide whether he wanted to stay or go. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm like, like if, if you if you had if you had a, a, a TV series where about, you know, like a. But so what's that one of those like the ones where the people want to get clean or whatever and <coughs> and you're gonna pay and you're, you're gonna pay them to you know essentially to, to, to be on the show where they're gonna talk about their addiction and they get clean well you're not gonna pay them up front or pay them by the episode because well what's gonna happen they're gonna use that money to get high mm-hmm and then you say, well, you know, if you break the, the rules of the agreement where, you know, you get high and then, you know, then we can void our contract and kick you off the show. Well, that's great because you already pretty much got what you need from that. Um, but you still haven't helped them, which is what it's supposed to be all about. It's supposed to be about helping them. You didn't. Only thing you did was you enabled them enough to watch them spiral even further out of control. Then you tossed them aside and said that they didn't do, you know, what you told them to do. But I mean, what's the difference between me giving you like a, you know, like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like a big thing of meth or, or crack and $10,000? There's no difference. Right. That $10,000 can buy the drugs I need. So if you really want to help me, then you need to make sure that there are measures in place for me to get the help. But again, they don't want to help. They want to exploit. And so. Yeah. She's surrounded. She's surrounded by people that really, their main goal is to keep her where she is, or to give her enough slack that she can backslide to keep the show going. And here's the other proof that they don't give a shit about her: is that when the when the ratings take a tumble and they cancel the show, do you think they're going to continue to try to help her to get better? Right. Right. No, not at all. You're <clears throat> not my problem anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the minute, you know, the the minute that they lose uh, this this train wreck of a human is the minute that they lose a, a cash grab, essentially. So. Right. But and yeah, that, like, I mean, that, it, it yeah, sorry, bothers go me. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, it, it bothers me, this whole statement that, like, she's battling depression and she just wants to take a break from dieting so she can work on herself. It's like, but dieting is the best possible way you could work on yourself. Right. Dieting Like, gonna, maybe not... It's going to help your depression. It's not going to cure it. Yeah. It's going to help it. it. It'll help it immensely. And that's the thing. Like, so, so much of what you look at, if you're looking at depression and stuff, it's like, exercise, work, work on getting in better shape. You don't have to wind up looking like Chris Evans or anything, but like... It's like a proven thing that losing body fat and building muscle are two spectacular ways of releasing the happy juices in your brain, mm-hmm. as opposed to the anxiety and the stress juices. Like that—that's the whole thing. Now, so, I, I, I'm not—I'm not a Henry Rollins fan. I can—I can stand him in like shows and stuff like that, but he has always come across as this kind of just overbearing. Uh, 
like obnoxious kind of dickhole. Um, and and that's just the way he's always. I'm not saying he is, um, but that's the way he's always kind of come across to me. But mm-hmm. I but I remember when I first heard about him, and I remember hearing a a story about him that always kind of I'm not gonna say earn my respect, but always made me think a little more of him, which is that um, he was some kind of addict. I don't know what he was, what I think it might've been heroin. And he helped beat his heroin addiction by working out. Mm -hmm. And that's what he used to kind of fight his heroin addiction. uh, And then to get clean was by exercising and working out. And I'm like, that's kind of awesome. I mean, if you do something like that, it's like, you know, it's, I'm going to use this to, to kind of help me to get clear. And then basically he traded one drug for another because in this case, you know, he's, he's now replaced the, the heroin with dopamine. Um, right. <laughs> but it's also much, much healthier for him, you know, than the heroin ever was. So that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's like, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. But it also goes to what you were saying, which is like, you know, you, by by taking care of yourself, you're going to unleash those happy juices, and then mm-hmm. those become a new form of addiction. And yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like when you're an addictive personality, that's spectacular for you, because that becomes the high that you're chasing. Like Dave Sim did the same thing. Dave Sim was smoking like three packs a day when he decided to quit, and he completely kicked the habit. By any time he got the urge, he would do 30 push-ups, 30 sit-ups. And, like, he, he basically stopped cold turkey. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's like... And I'm not saying that, like, there's gonna be a cookie-cutter thing, but it's like... The science is the science, no matter how you slice it. And when it comes down to weight loss, no matter... What what your like genetic history is or whatever, it all comes down to calories in versus calories out. If you are burning more calories than you're consuming, the weight will go eventually. And yeah, some people may have more of a proclivity towards being heavy. Some people may have like a, a bigger body build, but at the end of the day, if you're gonna cut it down to its absolute simplest components, it is calories in versus calories out. And um no, that's not the easy answer. No, that's not what people want to hear. People people want, you know, an easy thing. They want to be able to pop a pill and wake up 30 pounds lighter, whatever. Right. But, like... And we did our episode on that. Yeah. Right? But it's like, nah. It, like, even though it's not the easy thing to do, taking the time to work out, taking the the effort to not eat, you know, five desserts with your meal, that's going to make a positive difference in your life. It's, it's very, it's very frustrating because it's like the response I always get when I talk to people about fitness or weight loss is, yeah, but I don't want to do that because it's hard. And it's like, well, no, duh, it's hard. Like, (laughs) that's, that's kind of the point. What in, what in life worth doing is easy, you know? And, and you've got to you've got to learn, you know, how to do things. What's the right way to do things? You've got to learn that discipline too. Because if it's just given to you and you don't learn anything, then it's so easy for you to fall back into those traps and mm-hmm. and everything that got you to where you are right now. Like you got into this because 
you weren't actively managing yourself and making sure that you were taking care of yourself in the way you should have. So you fell into this trap. If if I just if I just you know give you like a uh, well one of those uh, what bariatric surgeries or whatever it is, and then just mm-hmm. woof, you know, now it's like oh well now I'm losing weight because you've like you know shrank my stomach and now I can only eat you know like, like two grapes before I'm full. And it's like, yeah, but you haven't learned anything. You haven't learned anything about exercise. You haven't learned anything about proper diet. You haven't heard learned anything about self-control. And the thing is, your stomach didn't start out at being like, you know, the size of a, you know, of a, like a 10 gallon bucket. No, it started out as being the size of like a, you know, like a, a, a woman's like small purse, you know, like a clutch. Right. And then over time of you overeating, you stretch it out to where now it's like a, like a 32 gallon, like, you know, garbage can. So mm-hmm. if you haven't learned anything about self-control, then guess what? Just because I turned your your garbage pan back into a clutch, you're going to turn it back into a garbage can because you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, Let's give him a hand.